What's up? Hey. Welcome back to the Blues Library Podcast. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lexi. Hello. And today we are reading uh, the most recent one that I have read, at least. Of this series. Today we are going over The Crown of Gilded Bones by Jennifer L. Armanchad. It is book three in the Blood and Ash series. Uh, spoiler warning. Uh, we've, well, fuck. This is as far as we're spoiling because Ashley hasn't read further than this. For those of you who don't know, we will not be doing The War of Two Queens ne- or the next book in the series because JLA recommends reading A Shadow in the Ember first. I've already read it. Ashley has not. So nothing will be spoiled past this book unfortunately no matter how much i want to say things i was dying this entire time okay. i wanted to text ashley like, oh my God. i was like wait she didn't read it um trigger warning no. <laughs> so trigger warnings this is from booktriggerwarnings.com shout out to them <laughs> they made it so much oh, yes. easier uh blood captivity death gore murder snakes torture violence and war i'm dead okay so we're gonna do our uh, get on with the synopsis here um, shout out to bloodandash.fandom.com for this wonderful synopsis. They really okay. hooked us up with that one. <laughs> for real, for real. And they okay. got like a lot of detail in it that we probably would have missed. A thousand percent. Because my, like, the first part of mine is shit. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, we pick up right where we left off, just like the last book. Um. So Cass takes a step towards the wounded Poppy, but Kieran and Jasper move in front of Poppy, growling at Cass. Uh, Queen Elowana, is that how you said that? Elowana, or Elowana, and then... Yeah. Yeah. Elowana. And then Valen. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So that's Queen Elowana... That's how the um, book narrator said it, the voice actor, so that's what I'm going with. I mean, I kind of switched between Valen and Valen. Like Valen, I don't know. It's just whatever Valen, comes out my I can mouth. Understand, but Valen sounds a little weird. Okay, continue. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you why I say that when I end up saying it because I undoubtedly will. Uh, Queen Eloana warns Cass that all the bonds between the Wolven and the Elemental Atlanteans have broken. Cass realizes that all the Wolven knew that Poppy had been in danger, which is why they congregated a protective circle around Poppy. Delano howls and calls all the Wolven who live in Sion's Cove. To come to the temple. King Valen. Is that what? I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why King Valen pass? explains. <laughs> King Valen explains that Poppy had called all the wolven to her when she was under attack. Alistair mentions that he can feel Poppy's primal notum. Or notum. Notum. Um, which is basically like her bond to all of the wolven. The queen explains that if Cass approaches Poppy, the wolven will tear him apart because they are bonded to poppy as she is the descendant of a deity poppy orders all the wolven to stop and not to hurt Cass. all the wolven go from attack from attack stance to laying on their bellies Cass comes to poppy and jasper signals all the wolven to return to what they're doing soon only Cass, poppy jasper kieran delano the king and queen of atlantia alistair emil and nail and the crown guard remain Jasper is shifted back to his mortal form, offers Cass his old bedroom as Jasper's ho- at Jasper's house to Cass and Poppy. Kieran makes it clear that he's about to attack Cass and will not in the future as long as 
Cass does not give the Wolven any reason to attack him. Kieran and Cass realize that Beckett is missing, and they connect the dots that it was Beckett that had led Poppy into the ambush. Cass orders Nail, Delano, and Emile to go find Beckett, and then orders the guards to take Alistair into custody. The guards, unsure of what to do, stay near the king and queen. The king explains that although Queen Eluana told everyone to bow to Poppy as the new queen, there has not been a coronation, and therefore, the king and queen are still in charge. Um, in addition, King Valen in- indicates that Alistair needs to be kept somewhere safe. Alistair pro- protests, but Valen quickly tells Alistair that if he resists, Cass and Jasper and Kieran will tear out Alistair's throat, and Valen won't stop them. Alistair shouts to the guards to protect the king and queen, and the guards move to- in front of the king and queen. Jasper shifts and jumps in front of Poppy, who is hit by an arrow. Jasper starts to turn gray. Jasper was hit by the arrow. And he starts to turn gray. (laughs) Um, Kieran jumps in front of Poppy again. And he also gets shot with an arrow that's dripping in grayish liquid. He shouts at Poppy to run. Castile jumps in front of Poppy and takes two arrows. Queen Eloana and King Balin fight their own guard to try to get to Cass's side. But they're stopped. Poppy, unable to feel any emotion from Kieran, Jasper, or Cass is consumed by rage and grief, and Poppy allows the power to surge through her and starts to break the temple chambers with her rage. Multiple people wearing dissenter masks attack Poppy. She kills all that come near her and near Kieran's body. Poppy has a vision of a woman with hair like moonlight, uh, whispering and throwing her hair back, and raises skeletons from the ground. Alistair stares at her and tells her that she has always been a threat. Poppy feels pain in the back of her head and blacks out. Poppy wakes up in a crypt held in place by the bones of a deity, which drain all of her power. The bones are wrapped with roots that cut into her wrists and ankles where they are tied to the wall. Commander Jensen Jansen steps out of the shadows and explains to her that the bones of the deity were used to entomb deities that had become too dangerous and too powerful. After holding the deities in the crypts for centuries, the deities eventually died. Jansen confirms that Kieran... Jasper and Cass are fine and recovering. Poppy confirms that the marriage imprint is still on her hand, which would have disappeared if Cass had died. Jansen then takes the form of Beckett and explains that he was the last of the changelings who could change forms into other people. Although not originally planned, Jansen Jansen killed Beckett before the group left Spess's end. Jansen knocks her out. Poppy wakes up to Alistair, apologizing for Jansen hitting her. He explains to Poppy that he is of the old brotherhood and that they are loyal to Atlantia, not the king and queen that sit upon the throne of Atlantia. He informs her that the deities were fueled by their power and unpredictable emotions and would kill mortals for the smallest offenses. Alistair says that the violent trait is passed down through the descendants. Alistair reports that he's been working with the ascended and plans to give the ascended Poppy. He hopes that Poppy will attack them and they will forgive him because the story will be that Poppy escaped after or escaped Atlantia and was captured by the Ascended. He tells Poppy that King Malak descended from Nyctos. King Malek. King Malek descended from Nyctos and that Poppy descended from Malek. He tells Poppy that he did in fact find her parents. The night that her parents died, they confessed to Alistair that Poppy had abilities. After Alistair realized that that she was a descendant of Malek, He did not stop the Dark One, not Cass in this instance, 
from bringing the craven and slaughtering her family. He left the inn that night with the assumption that Poppy had been killed. He tells Poppy that he must kill her to present a prophecy, but cannot outright kill her because it would start a war between the crown and the wolven. Poppy tells him that although he may say he is doing this on behalf of Atlantia, what he really seeks is power and influence over the crown, which he would lose now that Poppy, now that Cass has married Poppy and not his great niece. Alistair leaves food and water is provided to Poppy. She eats it and realizes too late that it's drugged. When she finds her, when she wakes, she finds herself strapped down with the bones in the wastelands along with Jansen. Wow along with Jansen and a few dissenters. As the Ascended approach and check Poppy, a bolt kills the Ascended. Delano Nail, Jasper, Kieran, Cass, and King Valin. Valin? King Valin rescue Poppy. After Kieran releases Poppy, she gathers her power to take out the rest of the dissenters and remembers that Alistair said the deities were monsters, and she decides to sit the battle out. As Cass is about to kill Commander Jansen, Poppy tells him to stop. Poppy kills Jansen as a dissenter shoots a bolt through Poppy's chest. As Poppy starts to bleed out and die, the sky turns into a storm. Against King Valen's warning, Cass decides to ascend Poppy. Jasper holds King Valen back while Kieran pulls out the bolt. The wastelands are being torn apart by a storm and lightning. The blo- a blood tree grows and the roots wrap around Cass and Poppy. Kieran breaks through the roots and Cass ascends Poppy. Poppy goes in and out of consciousness and hears Kieran promise Cass that he will take care of both Cass and Poppy. Kieran proceeds to clean both Cass and Poppy, and when Poppy wakes up, she finds Kieran is surprised that he can still feel her notum. Notum. How do we say that word? Notum. Okay, notum. It just feels like Nottingham to me, and it's giving me, like, weird Robin Hood vibes. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. You're just weird. <laughs> true story okay poppy is starving and hungry and launches herself at kieran who remarks that she has gotten much faster and stronger Cass grabs her and tells her that she would much rather eat him than kieran wouldn't we all (laughs) um kieran notes that her eyes are still green and Cass sees that poppy has no fangs the two realize that poppy has not ascended but is still suffering from bloodlust Cass feeds poppy they have sex against kieran while kieran makes sure that poppy doesn't drain Cass. Okay, Haiki, that was hot as fuck. Uh, Kieran once again leaves. Or, Kieran leaves once Poppy regains control and Cass and Poppy celebrate each other. Poppy tells Cass that she loves him for the first time and they discuss their love and Cass's decision to ascend her. Cass admits that he has no idea what Poppy is now, but she's definitely not mortal. She rushes outside to see if she'll burn in the sun and Cass catches up with her and Delano in his woven woven form starts laughing because she's outside naked. Um, Poppy realizes that she's not wearing any clothes, and Kieran comes in, and the three discuss what happened since their arrival in Scion's Cove. Poppy explains that Commander Jansen, masquerading as Beckett, led her to the temple where she was ambushed, waking up in the crypts, and the things that Alistair said. Poppy's in denial that she's a deity. Cass and Kieran explain to her that although their bond is broken, they still have a brother bond, and that they simply made room for Poppy. Poppy tells Cass that she does not know how to summon her power again, but Kieran calls her out on the lie. Poppy talks about how she fears that Alistair is right and that she is a monster, but Cass and Kieran explain that the deities were not violent because of their blood, but because they refused to sleep after being alive for thousands of years. They grew old and cold, 
Cass tells Poppy that he did not kill Alistair and has saved him for Poppy to kill. King Valen was escorted, Valen was escorted to Atlantia by Emil and a few others to keep him from killing Cass for breaking Atlantean law and creating an ascendant. Poppy jumps onto a horse without using the stirrups, prompting Cass to goad her into punching him. After she does, he realizes that she is a lot stronger now that she is ascended or into whatever she is now. Uh, Delano and Kieran shift as Poppy and Cass ride on Seti and Nail rides beside them. As the group reaches the Skotos Mountains, they see that all the golden trees of Eos have turned to blood trees. Poppy falls asleep and has a nightmare. She states in her nightmare that she is not a monster and she hears a voice in her head that sounds like Delano. He tells her that she is not a monster and that she is their Maya Lisa and that she needs to wake up. Poppy wakes up and Cass explains that she did not scream, but that Kieran and Delano were worried and they kept looking back. Delano's howl woke her. As the group travels through the mist, the mist scatters in Poppy's presence and leaves the group an open path that closes behind them as they travel through the mist. The group arrives at the old temple at the cliffs of something. They arrive at the temple, and when they do, they see King... Oh, the cliffs of Ion. Ion. I was like, what? Ion. I was like, it looks like it says loan. (laughs) Okay. Ion. The cliffs of Ion. When they arrive, they they see King Valen, who is surprised that Poppy is not ascended. Although he can tell Poppy what Poppy might be, he refuses to do so without Queen Elowana. King Valen leaves to return to his wife Cass executes Alistair's supporters and Poppy comes out surprising Alistair because he thought she was dead um (laughs) Poppy stabs Alistair but doesn't kill him Kieran howls and all the wolven in the area show up and feast on the bodies on the road to Jasper's house the group is met by hundreds of Atlanteans who are crying (laughs) who are crying at the sight of Cass The older men and women kneel, place a fist over their chest, and slam their other hand against the sidewalk, yelling, Maya Lisa, which means my queen. When the group arrives at the courtyard of Jasper's house, hundreds of woven appeared, shifting all at once into their mortal form, and doing the same salute to their Maya Lisa, catching Poppy by surprise. Poppy and Cass go to their room, where Poppy finally cries about everything that has happened. Cass helps her with her first shower and gives her pleasure... (laughs) Help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While Poppy rests, Cass reads the diary of Miss Willa-, Willa Collins and theorizes that Miss Collins must be an Atlantean. Cass fetches some wine and food for Poppy. The two are interrupted by Kieran, who tells Cass that King Valen wants to see him. Cass goes to speak with King Valen while Kieran keeps guard of Poppy. Poppy tells Kieran that while they're in the temple, she had thought something in her mind and Kieran had responded telepathically while he was in his woven form seeing if they can replicate what happened Poppy and Kieran realize that she can communicate with a woven telepathically once she realizes their individual imprint Kieran's attention suddenly snaps to outside where Kieran realizes he can no longer see Sage who was patrolling the wall outside the pair hears shouts and Poppy wearing just Cass's shirt immediately tries to rush to the shouts Kieran snatches her arm, and the two argue about whether Poppy should sit this one out or not. Um, Kieran and Poppy are ambushed by males wearing dissenter masks and undead things with no faces. 
There's a man on the wall who's carrying deity bones and mentions Lockswood, a location, the location of the inn where Poppy's parents were slaughtered. The two fight off the group and King Villain, King Valen and Cass join them. Most are slaughtered and the one on the wall escapes. King Valen explains that those people wearing the masks were not dissenters, but they're called the Unseen, capital U, who are thought to be disbanded centuries ago. After King Valen leaves, Poppy makes it clear to Kieran that he will not stop her from fighting in the future. Cass tells Poppy to forgive Kieran as he was only letting her stay behind, only telling her to stay behind for her best interest. Kieran leaves and returns with his father and an old school book. The book explains that the faceless undead things are germs, which is weird, and can only be summoned using soil from the immortal realm Elysium. Jasper tells the group that Elysium can be entered from the mortal realm as it exists beyond the mountains of, of Nyctos. The mist in the mountains will instantly kill anyone who the mist does not recognize as a god. Jasper explains that very few know how to get to Elysium, but Atlantia's elders do. Cash- <laughs> Jasper mentions Wilhelmina Collins, causing Poppy and Cass great surprise. Collins is the oldest elder, over 2,000 years old, and of the changeling bloodline. Jasper informs the group that they could access Elysium under the mountains, where Kieran and Castile had explored while they were younger. Later, Cass and Poppy discuss their future. Cass tells Poppy that whether she decides to take the crown or not, he will support her, but that she does not have a lot of time to decide. The two are interrupted by Delano, who informs Poppy that there is a man outside and his daughter has been severely injured in a, in a carriage accident. Cass, Poppy, Delano, Kieran, and Nail rush to the man's house. The daughter is already dead, but Poppy brings her back to life. The little girl wakes and says that she was dreaming of a woman who said, You always had the power in you. Poppy recognizes those words, but cannot remember where or from whom she heard them. Cass takes Poppy to a private garden and gives her pleasure. <laughs> I just hate that it keeps saying that. Like, okay, the group goes around the city with Poppy enjoying many new things. Kieran, Poppy, and Cass stop at a museum where the three banter about cave cats. Poppy swears she saw one in the capital, but Kieran and Poppy, Kieran and Cass assure her that the cave cats died out two centuries ago. Delano invites them to a woven wedding on the beach. Poppy joins the woven in dancing and then sits with Cass on the beach watching the other guests separate into small groups. Poppy watches different groups have sex and watches Kieran and Lyra. Poppy sneaks off with Cass and gives him pleasure on the beach. The next day, Poppy and Cass go to thank Kira for letting them stay at her and Jasper's home. Cass, Poppy, and Kieran go to meet with the king and queen, and the king and queen inform Poppy that she must be the child of K- the child of Malek, which is also impossible because Queen Eloana entombed him over four centuries ago under the blood forest outside Macedonia. Queen Eloana explains that Malek is Nyctos' grandchild, making Poppy the great-grandchild of the gods. In addition, there is no way Poppy has ever been mortal and that she was actually a deity. They informed Poppy that they were aware that Alistair had left a child to die in Lockswood, but they did not know it was Poppy, nor did they know about it before Alistair did. Against Cass's wishes, Poppy walks in the garden with Queen Eloana shadowed by Kieran and Hisa. Is it Hisa? H-I-S-A? 
Hissa? Okay. Hisa. Hisa. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, Poppy walks in the garden with Queen Eloana, shadowed by Kieran and Hisa. Eloana explains that Queen Ileana is the queen of blood and ash, and that the dissenters and Atlanteans usurped the name. Queen Eloana ensures, well, Queen Eloana assures Poppy that Malek was not a bad man, and that not all deities were monsters. Poppy confesses that she and Cass do plan to free Malek and find her brother. She informs the queen that if Ian is indeed ascended, she will kill him and give him relief. Queen Eloana tells Poppy that although she does not wish for war, King Valen and the, Gar- and the Council of Elders are ready for war, retribution, and bloodshed. The only way war can be avoided is if Poppy usurps the throne prior to Valen, Valen and the Council declaring war. But Eloana only wants Poppy to take the crown if she loves Atlantia, not if Poppy just wants to forward her own agenda of finding Ian or freeing Malik. Eloana tells Poppy that she has about a week to decide. Cass and, Va- and Valen approach, from Ven- approach with Veneta, who informs them that a convoy of the Ascended have arrived at Spess's, have arrived at Spess's end. The convoy is led by Ian, and he wishes to speak with Poppy. Veneta informs Poppy that Ian is ascended. Against Queen Eloana and King Valen's wishes, Poppy and Cass decide to go to Spessa's end. Poppy and Cass are accompanied by Jasper, Kieran, Veneta, and a half dozen or and a dozen and a half more Wolven. After the group arrives at Spessa's end, Cass and Poppy retire to their room. Poppy reiterates that she will give Ian peace no matter what pain it would bring her. As they enjoy each other sexually, Cass makes Poppy promise. She will not kill Ian if there is not a safe opportunity to do so. Why would you talk about that while you're fucking? Okay, moving on. <laughs> it's Cass and Poppy. Okay, yeah, you're right. No. Um, Poppy, oh, Poppy, Cass, Delano, Kieran, Vanetta, and Nova move into the open to meet Ian along with four royal knights. Ian and Poppy exchange retorts about Poppy's marriage to and the Dark One. Ian, at the discomfort of the royal knights, seeks to speak with Poppy alone. Poppy declines, and Ian informs her that Queen Ileana has requested a meeting with Cass and Poppy at the royal seat in Oak Ambler. Ian also hints that the Ascended are well aware of the enemy of the armies gathering in the north. Ian informs them that the Blood Crown will win the war because they have the revenants. Ian steps forward for a hug outside the hearing of the royal knights. Poppy decides that she will not kill him because it will start a war, and as they hug, Ian whispers in her ear, telling her that he knows the truth and that she needs to wake Victos, as his guards are the only thing that can stop the blood crown. Poppy decides to take the crown, and the group plans to ride to Evamon? Evamon. Evamon. The capital of Atlantia, to take the crown. Evamon, yeah. Okay. Uh, to take the crown... I lost my spot. To take the crown, then travel to Elysium to wake Nyctos. Arden leaves first to go to Sion's Cove and then Ivamon to tell the king and queen of Cass and Poppy's return. The group arrives at Sion's Cove and they stay the night at Jasper and Kira's house. Dozens of Wolven, along with Nail and Emil, join Poppy and Cass on the way to Ivamon. Poppy rides on her own horse and the group is ambushed. Kieran takes Poppy's horse as Cass pulls Poppy onto Seti. Nail is hit by an arrow, hit with an arrow by the unseen and the germs. 
Can we just talk about how, like, perfect the word germ is for these disgusting-ass creatures? Okay, moving on. Dozens of Unseen attack the Wolven and head for Poppy. More germs and Unseen join the fight, and Poppy worries that someone will end up hurt. She summons her power and kills all the Unseen and germs, then burns their bodies using her ether. Cass and Poppy arrive at the palace where they inform Queen Elowana and King Valen that they will take the throne. The king and queen indicate that they can now re- relinquish the crowns to Cass and Poppy as the Council of Elders were already at the palace. Lord Greg- Gregory steps out of the shadows and expresses that he and some other members of the council have concerns. Poppy asks Lord, Greg- Lord Gregory to voice his concerns. Gregory. <laughs> it's just Gregory. I like, I'm fucking this up, <laughs> you're bro. T- you're, you're thinking too fucking hard about most of these words. Like, germs was per- or pronounced as um, germs, not germs. Well, I'm calling them germs. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here laughing, and, but it's so funny because half these words you think way too fucking hard about. It's spelled like a germ, so I'm calling it a germ. Okay. <laughs> Um, Poppy asked Lord Gregory. Time, like, when they first said it in this book, as I'm listening to him, I'm like, germ? I don't remember fucking germs. And then I was like, oh, I know what word they're talking about. Okay. Poppy asked Lord Gregory to voice his concerns, which is no one really knows Poppy, and she was raised by the Ascended. That's basically all the concerns. The king and queen relinquished their crowns. The the king's crown cracked and, blem- and bleached stones slipped away, revealing the gilded bone underneath. Both crowns shimmered and were given to Poppy and Cass. Eloana introduces Poppy and Cass to Rose, who manages the palace. Poppy requests that Rose change the emblem to where the sword and arrow cross each other evenly, like they're the same length. Poppy and Cass head to the stateroom to meet with the Council of Elders. While the pair wait for all the elders to arrive, Poppy wanders the hall and is interrupted by Wilhelmina Collins, who Poppy recognizes as the waitress from the Red, red Pearl that sent her up to Cass's room. All the way in chapter one. Also, her favorite author. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Fuck, I lost my spot. Uh... As the elders, Poppy as the elders okay. as the elders, Poppy and Cass sit at the table in the stateroom. Lord Ambrose fin- wishes to speak further about the concerns that some of the council had regarding Poppy. Valen and Cass rebuke Lord Ambrose for bowing to Cass, but not to Poppy. Cass commands Lord Ambrose to bow and show respect or die. Willa introduces Poppy and Cass to Atlantia as the new king and queen, and the people respond with a fist across the heart and the pounding. The first, and pounding the fist to the ground, signaling to Poppy and Cass that the people of Atlantia will go to war on behalf of Poppy. The two retire to the east wing of the palace, where Cass shows Poppy the wooden horse that Malak had carved for Cass when Cass was seven or was when Cass was six. Poppy and Cass ask Kieran to be their advisor, and Emile Delano, what? Cass, Kieran, and Vanetta go to Elysium. While traveling through the caves, the floor collapses beneath Veneta, and Poppy uses her ether to raise Veneta out of the hole. When the group arrives in Elysium, skeletons rise from the ground, and they attack the group. The skeletons also spit out snakes, which is high-key terrifying. Uh, Poppy uses her ether to set the skeletons and the snakes on fire, 
As the group travels towards the chamber of Nyctos, Poppy touches a draken statue, which, be which begins to crack. The draken underneath the stone sniffs Poppy and directs his head toward Nyctos. The group bows before Nyctos, who threatens to kill the group, which Poppy objects to. Nyctos reminds her that he could simply kill Cass. Poppy walks into the chambers with Nyctos. He informs Poppy that she is the grandchild of Nyctos, who is the primal god. Nyctos tells Poppy that he only has time to answer one question. Poppy indicates that she needs Nyctos' guard in order to battle something called a revenant. Nyctos informs her that a revenant is an abomination of life and death. Nyctos tells her, You are born of flesh with the fire of the gods in your blood. You are the bringer of life and the bringer of death. You are the queen of flesh and fire. Do, do more than one crown, one kingdom. What you seek, you already have. You always had the power in you. The group travels back to Atlantia and they make plans for how they will meet Qu Queen Ileana at Oak Ambler. Poppy meets Gianna and indicates to Gianna that if Gianna ever had feelings for Cass, Poppy would have to tear her apart and feed her to a pack of hungry barrets. The group decides that... Hisa? All the time. Hisa, Lyria, Veneta, and Emil will pretend to be Poppy and Cass and travel to Oak Ambler by the main road, while Kieran, Delano, Poppy, and Cass will enter the city via stealth through the sea. The group enters the castle through an underground passage. While traveling in said passage, the group stumbles upon a cave cat in a cage made out of de deity bones. Poppy approaches the cat and touches it, and the cat transforms Ooh. into a man momentarily and then transforms back into a cat that is sick and underfed. The group moves on and aside and arrives inside the castle. The groups are met by a handmaiden and some royal knights. The handmaiden threatens to kill Delano, but Ian enters and reminds the handmaiden that she was ordered to escort the group without bloodshed. <laughs> Ian leads them into a room where Queen Ileana, Tawny, Kisa, and the other group and some other and some royal knights are waiting for them. Tawny is not ascended and starts to say something to Poppy, but Ian interrupts, preventing Tawny from revealing to Queen Ileana that he and Tawny were conspiring against her. Queen Ileana is accompanied by Malik, who looks healthy and is dressed like someone of wealth and privilege. Malik notice notices that Cass has gotten married. Queen Ileana reveals that Poppy is her daughter, and she always planned for Poppy to marry Malik. However, after Coralina found out Queen Ileana's plans, Coralina tried to hide Poppy away. Ian confirms that Poppy was never Cora and Leo's daughter, but that the family was tasked with raising Poppy as their own. Queen Ileana reveals herself as Isbeth, Malek's heartmate. Wait, I have one quick thing to say. Can we just talk about how she purposefully called herself Ileana? Dude. God, did we freeze again? Isn't that shit again. crazy? She did it like as like a jab to Queen Eloana. For sure. Oh, for no sure. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? She was like, mm, bitch, I'm better yeah, than you. I just you. wanted to talk about that. What a fucking <laughs> exactly. petty bitch. Okay. Um, I mean, it's. Queen Eloana had it's poisoned Isbeth and. <laughs> Queen Eloana had poisoned Isbeth and Malik saved her by draining her of blood and giving her his own. Isbeth was not ascended because Malik was a god, the son of Nyctos, not a deity. Isbeth hid away, but made Malik promise that he would come searching for her with their son. 
Malik set out to kill the Ascended because he recognized it to be an abomination of the gods. Years later, Isbeth never heard from Malik, from Malek, and she pretended to be an Ascended to find out what happened to Malek. As Isbeth always had black eyes, it was not hard for her to hide as an Ascended as long as she acted as if she couldn't go out in the sun. She opens the curtain to prove to Poppy that she is not Ascended. After waiting for Malek, Isbeth marries Jalara, who who is prepping armies to fight against the Atlanteans, and Jalara is made king. Isbeth came to the realization that Malek and her son were dead. Isbeth demonstrates that a revenant cannot be killed, which shows Poppy that they could not possibly win the war. Isbeth demands that Poppy give over Atlantia, as Isbeth wants the Atlanteans to respect her and obey her. Poppy declines, and Isbeth orders the beheading of Ian and kills Lyra. Poppy gathers the ether and tries to attack Isbeth, but Isbeth uses her magic to strangle Poppy. Cass surrenders himself to Isbeth in order to save Poppy. Poppy wakes up outside Oak Ambler and realizes that Cass traded his life for Poppy's. Isbeth stabbed Tawny with the shadow blade and gave Tawny to Poppy as a sign of good faith. Poppy is unable to heal Tawny, and Poppy gathers her ether, casts Kieran and Vanetta aside, and goes to attack the seat of Oak Ambler. The handmaiden slash revenant shows up to Poppy and tells Poppy that Isbeth has gone back to the capital and no one knows where she kept where she keeps her pets. Poppy decides not to wipe out Oak Ambler when the revenant reminds her that the people of Oak Ambler are innocent. While traveling back to Atlantia, Poppy realizes that she is a god. She goes back to the palace and demands respect from Lord Ambo- Ambrose by dis- de- by demonstrating her godly abilities. She confronts Queen Eloana about lying to them about Queen Eliana's true identity. <laughs> That's confusing. Um, and to her, and told her that Cass has been taken. Poppy demands that the Blood Crown either send the king and queen to meet her. Demands that the Blood Crown either send the king or the queen to meet with her. Meanwhile, Poppy and Kieran go back to Elysium where they meet Nyctos in his moral, in his mortal form. He asks her if she finally realizes that she can summon the guard because she is a god. She says she seeks the aid of the draken. Nyctos says that the draken will follow her if she finds her father, Iris, the twin of Malek, of Malek. Iris. Iris. Okay. Iris, the twin of Malek. Or Iris, or I can't remember exactly how to say it, but it's one of okay. those two ways. Iris had awoken J- Jadis, Jadis, and gone into the... Mo- Jadis. Okay, Iris had awoken Jadis and gone to the mortal realm and had been missing since. Poppy realizes... Quick pause. Jadis is Nectis's or daughter. Nectis? With an A? Yeah. Yeah, the head guard of Nyctos. Yep. Jadis is his daughter. And I don't think that was put in no. there, was it? Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that because it was in the book, in this book, and nobody clarified it in this summary, so. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Because <laughs> otherwise, everybody's going to be like, who the fuck is Jadis? I know. I was like, that was what I was thinking. Okay. Um, <laughs> Poppy realizes that the cave cat in the deity bone cage was Iris, her father. Poppy agrees, and the dragon follows her into the mortal realm. Poppy goes to meet with the envoy of the blood crown poppy meets with king jalara a revenant and some royal royal knights poppy beheads jalara while reaver the draken attacks the revenant 
Poppy tells the Revenant to return to Isbeth with King Jalara's head with the message that Poppy will burn every Revenant that stands between Isbeth and Poppy and she will strike down every Ascended who, who defends Isbeth. She will topple every castle that Isbeth seeks to hide in and that Isbeth's survival hinges on Castile's well-being. The end. Mm-hmm. Mike fucking drop, bro. Good God. You're oh, telling me. All right, makeup looks. What did you do with your makeup, Lexi? It's King Jolara's decapitated head. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I love it. I think it's dope. With lots of blood because I have lots of fake blood. <laughs> I wonder if at some point those are going to get taken off of Instagram. And TikTok. Oh my god, I don't know. Those looks that I have with blood, we're just gonna go with it until it does. I mean, I tag them like hashtag special effects makeup. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still, TikTok and Instagram are true story, weird, man. Okay, so my makeup, I tried my hardest <laughs> to make it look like my eyes were glowing, and it looked like shit. So. <laughs> um it looked so good yeah it looks really bad you i sent you the pictures no it looked so yeah it looked so good i loved it i looked I, at the pictures I hate and them. i told you when we facetimed i facetimed you like 10 minutes after <laughs> you sent true. those to me and i was like oh my god i fucking love i hate those. it um but basically what i did is i did like a really light uh blue like in my eyes and then it slowly fades to a darker blue it doesn't fade very well because my makeup wasn't blending, but and then I did like white eyeliner kind of coming off in spokes from my eye. I also tried to do like dark blue um eyebrows and it didn't work. So that was tragic. We froze Are you there. I'm not sure if she's done talking about her makeup yet. Oh, okay. It unfroze. And it froze again. Hi. Oh, now we're unfrozen again. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> let's get these discussion questions. Okay. Was it a surprise to you when it was revealed that Isbeth is Poppy's mother and Malek is not her father? Yeah. I was hella shocked. Spent how many books thinking? <laughs> like, how many books have we spent thinking otherwise? Exactly. Well, and I was more shocked that fucking... Ileana is Isbeth. Like, I was fucking shook. I did not see that coming. I I knew she was going to be, like, really bad. But, like, I didn't know how bad. Then we found that out, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like. And then, like, at that point, once it was revealed, I was like, no wonder their names are so similar, because she's trying to mock Ileana. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, you can't, you cannot convince me otherwise. Like, there's no I a thousand percent agree with you. (laughs) All right. Why do you think that when um, the group showed up to Oak Ambler that Prince Malik was on Isbeth's side? Okay, I think he's the, he's a bad guy. Like, I am convinced that he is a bad guy and that he was, like, plotting. Why, though? Maybe it's like I just want to know like why you think maybe that. it's like a he's had all of these like um expectations put on him for his whole life as the firstborn as the like heir as all of these things and 
when he tries to go get his brother, he's presented with the opportunity to kind of shirk those duties and to do what the fuck he wants. And at that point, it's more of a fuck you to his parents to be like, I'm with her. Fuck you. I just think he was brainwashed. (laughs) No, I don't like. Or maybe like. Or maybe, like, somehow there's, like, some spell that Isbeth was able to put on him or something. Or, you know, I don't know. I just, I have a hard time believing. Well, so here's my question, right? It's like, all of that. if that is the case, right, what is Ileana? Because, like... Nobody knows. We, do, we don't know yet. Because she's definitely not a god. We already know that. Yeah. But it's, but like, it's the like, same thing that we, happened to Poppy where she was ascended, but she didn't actually ascend. Yeah, so we don't know what she is. We're we're gonna find out. I'm assuming in the next book or in the War of Two Queens. Okay. Well, I wouldn't. I need to know. Okay. Did you agree with Cass? I Google it. I guess. <laughs> no, I'm not googling that. Okay. Do you agree with Cass about the reasons for Poppy taking the crown not mattering as long as they are her reasons? One hundred percent. Like, I understand what Queen Ilawana was saying about, like, she wants her to love Atlantia. But let's get real for a second. She had nothing but, like, life and death situations. Yes. She showed up <laughs> yes. I'm like, even though, like, she felt like Atlantia was her home, it's going to take her a lot longer than she had to take those response or like to have that feeling about Atlantia. So with that, like, I think she knew that she would love Atlantia, but I also think that it was really shitty for, I mean, I have, I don't like Queen Ilawana. Um, and I think that it was really shitty for her to put that much pressure on why she takes the crown. And it's like what Cass says, as long as they're Poppy's reasons, who gives a fuck? Because at the end of the day, this is Poppy's birthright. Anyway. Exactly. I absolutely agree with everything so you just shit. said. You said it perfectly. Ah, she fucking pissed me off so good. I agree. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really didn't like her. I felt like she was a very pushover for a queen. And... It didn't really live up to the expectation of what her character was going to be from the history that we learned about with her and Malek. Well, and I also, like, I don't know. I feel like she never truly gave Poppy, like, a real chance. Yeah. She just saw, like, the first second she met her when after Poppy got attacked, which self-defense people, that was full-on self-defense. And she, like, I feel like from that, she already had this prejudged sense of who she thought Poppy was and didn't truly give her a full set, or like a full chance. Mm-hmm. And that, like, really pissed I me off. I absolutely agree. All right. What did you think of Poppy making a fool of Lord Ambrose when she came back from Oak Ambler and, ca- or like, after casting? Dude, I was in? so fucking for that because I was like, this asshole needs to be put in his motherfucking place. And, like, she comes in mm-hmm. and bitch delivers. Like, she delivered. I know. I was like, oh, Poppy was already a badass, but now we're going into, like, mega badass stuff. I agree. <laughs> oh, I fucking love. Um,. Do you think Cass would be proud of the message that she sent to the Blood Queen? One million percent. Absolutely. <laughs> like, this is some Cass level shit. So, you know, he's like proud uh-huh. as fuck of it. Oh, yeah. And it probably totally turned him off. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're I 
like tried to click it and then you clicked it and then I'd like it was a problem. Why do you think JLA recommends reading A Shadow in the Ember before the war? Okay, my theory on this. I can't answer this question, so this okay. is all you. <laughs> so my theory on this is that I've heard a lot of complaints about people like from different readers that the whole Blood and Ash series is very confusing to like understand. And so I feel like the going back in time and kind of creating a precedent makes it a little bit easier to understand everything. Also, I'm sure there are little nuances that either connect with this series or that are further hinted at in, like, the War of Two Queens. Also, update the second one and that one. That series, I believe, that comes, comes out in November. in November. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. So I'm right really before your birthday. I know. Also, what was it? Oh, God, there was something... That said that it was oh my the darkly edition for the bookish box the um off campus series those are coming um the sending out the beginning of november so i'm hoping to get those like right before dude that'll so be excited. perfect right i'm like a little bit i love it that's <laughs> great okay moving on <laughs> oh i i have to ask you this question because yeah. i can't answer this one what do you think like actually like from what you know mm-hmm. From what you've read, like, the little bits from A Shadow in the Ember, what do you think, like, it's about? What do you think happens in it? I think, I mean, my vibe, right, is, like, this Shadow in the Ember series. What is it called? What's the series called? Uh, Flesh and Fire. I think the Flesh and Fire series ends with, Either some sort, like, I feel like it has to end on a happy note, right? Because, like, that's highly depressing if it ends with, like, the maiden dying. I didn't ask you how it ends. I said what happens in a shadow of well, the Ember, Well, I'm getting there, okay? <laughs> um, So I think that it's, well, I already know it's the, like, it's the first maiden. And that Nyctos is in it. And my vibe, right? Oh, my God, bro. What if, like, the first maiden is actually Isbeth, and then, like, oh my god, bro. That's insane. And that's why Poppy is the second maiden? cut out, so I didn't catch that. I didn't catch it, so you cut off. Okay, well, what if Isbeth was the first maiden, and, like, she got with Nyctos, and... That's, like, the original thing. And then all of this shit happens, so that's why Poppy is the second maiden, and that's why nobody knows what happened to the first maiden. You're frozen, dearest. We got some frozen bitches over. Oh, I feel like I need to sing Let It Go. <laughs> oh. Um, so that was, I had another question that I was going to ask you, um, because it was brought up that Nick Toast keeps his consort hidden. Uh huh. So, who do you think is Nyctos's first, or is Nyctos's consort? Like, just guess. Like anybody, like from the information that we know so far, oh, within this like universe, who do you think it would be? Well, and keep in mind, does the consort sleep? when they went when they went to Elysium, the consort was still sleeping. 
maybe it's oh my god what if it's the lady with like the midnight hair or like the moonlight hair or whatever it was so it there's been like different points oh, yeah in oh when she was like in one of her like when yes. she was dreaming or whatever oh okay, maybe that's you. her and I don't know. I, again, I know who it is, so I can't say anything. Okay, well, let me be surprised. <laughs> okay. All right. So now the last. What one was your favorite you scene? Get to ask, since I asked like three questions. Um, if you couldn't tell by my makeup choice, it is when Poppy decapitates King Valen. Yay! <laughs> give me all the give me all the blood and gore, please. I oh my god. <laughs> Not real. I can't deal with real blood, but fake blood, I am all for it. <laughs> okay, so, um, my favorite scene, I gotta say, every smutty scene okay, is my whole life. So, like, so fucking against Kira. Dude, okay, <laughs> yep, yep, that's the one. That is my favorite scene. It's right after she wakes up and he's holding her at, like on Cass's lap and they're like actively fucking. That was hot as shit. My favorite part is uh, after that scene, the way they referred to Poppy waking up was, and she looks at Kieran, sorry I tried to eat you. Exactly. <laughs> and then Cass is like, <laughs> but while he's trying to eat, he's like, no, you want to eat me instead. And I'm sitting here like, Yes, I will eat Cass every day. It froze again and Ashley's eyes are stuck on, like, these wide, crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're back. All right. So, now that we're done with the discussion <laughs> questions, we're going to move into current read. All right. So, I didn't get as much done this last week. Uh, migraine shit. I ha- I read The Psycho by Nikki J. Summers, Beyond the Horizon by Bo Page. Nope, just kidding. That one I started to read, and then in the author's note it said that there was a series before that I needed to read. So just kidding, I did not read Beyond the Horizon, but I'm going to. I read Academy of Misfits, the whole, like, the three uh, book series by Bo Page, which is before the um, Beyond the Horizon one. No, never mind. I feel like I've read that series. It was pretty good. I read Wolf by Penelope Black. Um, I felt really weird about reading the second one because my mom made me go to church with her and I told her I was going to read my reverse harem because I didn't want to go and I opened it and then I felt really like disrespectful when I read it so I've not been able to read that one yet. Um, you are way nicer than me. <laughs> I read The Crown of Gilded Bones by Jay Light. Well, my mom also made us sit in the oh. middle of the crowd. <laughs> Um, then I listened and watched stalker shit again. I watched cookie decorating shit on TikTok. Don't ask me how it popped up on my For You page. It just did. And then I guess today, me and my dad binge watched, um, Drive Hard the Maloof Way. Some car racing thing. They build, like, race cars and they race themselves. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then his twin daughter, so he does stunts and then his twin daughters, um, start doing stunts with them. Oh, cool. It's pretty good on netflix if anybody wants to watch have it, you seen so. the formula one thing on netflix i think me and my brother watched at least a little oh, bit. okay all right so stuff that i watched this week house of the dragon the game of thrones prequel still watching comes out every sunday tune in bitches um i also watched 
the summer I turned pretty series. That one I thought it was, so was cute. mad fucking cute. And I have like I bought the whole series, like all the books to read. And I just read the first book and then watched the show. And so hopefully I'm pretty sure things are spoiled for me, but that's fine. Um as far as reading, I read The Saint by Kelsey Clayton, which is Haven Grace Prep series. Um Soft Like Thunder and Bright Like Midnight, both by Jay Wolf. Those are the Savage You series. So fucking good. Ooh. So fucking good. I started reading one of those. Oh, Soft Like Thunder was beautiful. Um, I think that's the one that's in my TBR right now. I also read Flirt by Adriana Locke, which was the Carmichael Family series. Um, That one was fake dating, which I love. Uh... Then I read The Beast by Katie Robert, which is part of the Wicked Villain series. God, Katie Robert can do no wrong. Also, this is like um, MFM with like sword crossing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I read Off the Bench by Ali Sizz, which is the U of J series. Knocked Up with Triplets by Bella King. Shocker, right? Pregnancy trope? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I would have <laughs> never guessed. And then... Perfect Kiss by Lacey Black, which was a Mason Creek series. I think it's, like, book nine. Uh, then I got, like, entranced by Serena Ackroyd again. And I read the entire Oath duet, which is The Dawn and the Lady. And then I read The Consiglier. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right because it's Italian. But that one is the first book in the Revelation duet. And all three of those are part of the Valenti Valentini family uh, series. And the next one comes out like this week. So I'm stoked. Then I read Oaths and Omissions by Sav R. Miller, which is the Monsters and Muses series. And I will say book two in that series, Downhill, did not like. But book three definitely brought it back around for me. I have to bring up, I... Finished the first book last night of this series. I forgot. Um, let me pull it up really quick. I forgot one on my <laughs> list that I have to talk about. It's called Make Me Lie. It is a dark enemies to lovers college romance. It is book one in the Rich Demons of Darkwood series by C.R. Jane and Mae Dawson. Um, can I just say I found this on TikTok because it said that she snuck down into the uh, garage to blow up his McLaren and I was like, I need to read what made this bitch think that she needed to do that. Uh, what is this series good. called? I'm reading the second one currently. Um, Rich something or another. Hold on. I got out of it, so. Uh, Rich Demons of Darkwood. Bet. That's the um exploding mclaren book it was pretty good and now we're the first i'm just gonna give you a heads up the first like the prologue of the first book um seems like it's going to be a little bit worse than it ends up being um i mean it's still really bad so just be aware um involves a creepy older stepbrother or adoptive brother i guess oh but she gets rescued before anything gets worse okay 
Perfect. Like nothing gets too bad. Okay, so, I can deal with that. Just then. a heads up so that if anybody wants to read it, they're not like, holy fuck. Oh yes. <laughs> I almost I almost put it down because I was like, oh no. For oaths and omissions. <laughs> Absolutely not. Please, 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 please read your trigger warnings because there's like a a gang R word situation that happens and it's not good. So just read trigger warnings for most of the books Ashley and I yeah. recommend because especially lately we've been into dark romances. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, we love y'all. Uh, social media. If you guys want to check out our book looks or just chat or, you know, live life. Um, our social media TikTok is at blues.library. And Instagram is at blues.library and at blues.library podcast. Uh, we are phasing out the blues.library podcast one. So make sure to follow blues.library. Ash just needs to send me a picture so I can move forward this with them. This is true. Um, so it's my fault. Or Hawthorne legacy, bitch. I'll do it right now. Okay. I have so, all of them now. So. Um, also, our website is blues dash library and you can see that or you can see all of our stuff on there um and find links and stuff also please rate and review we would love to um reach more people get more people to listen to our crazy asses all that really fun stuff um lexi what book are we reading next week all right next week we have got kingdom of the curse by carrie maniscalco It is book two in the Kingdom of the Wicked series, mm-hmm. I think is the series. Yeah. Um, We are leading up to that one, The I believe it's the week after this one is up, the third one is released, because I think we go this one and then- It comes the out on the 27th. One. Yeah, so that's how it'll be. So right after this one gets released, the third one will be out. So we are really excited about that one. Oh, very, fuck very yeah. <laughs> okay. I love how we did this, too, because it made it a really fun reread. I agree. <laughs> like, doing it for the pod. Oh, absolutely. All right, y'all. Be safe out there. Have a good week. Wear your seatbelt. Don't drink and drive. Because I don't know what she's Wear saying. Wear a condom. Wear condoms. <laughs> STDs. Unwanted pregnancies. You know, just condoms in general. Uh, go to Take your, your daily antidepressant. It's really Take important. Take your meds. Drink lots of water. I don't know what she's saying anymore. So I'm assuming that we're about done. I'm going to wait okay. for this to pop back up again. Bye, guys. Make sure. Kind of. She's frozen on my screen. Bye, guys. <laughs>